0: the black community has faced yet another injustice with the murder of George Floyd. And this is something that um, it's not the first time that this injustice has occurred and that this pain has been felt. Um, However, I think that what's different this time is that we all realize that it's not enough to simply stand in solidarity anymore. I think we realize that it's going to take real action on our parts in order to, you know, create real change and, due to positive impact within our community. And I think that's why this event is so important. Um, I want students to know that this event is not a one and done type of event, that we are not simply going to dust our hands of the problem when this event's over. Um, Instead, this event is a stepping stone for the path we intend to follow. And I say this because ASI has recently partnered with CSUB administration on a summer series. And in the summer series, um, it will consist of virtual events that are specifically going to allow the CUCB community to learn, to listen and to grow together. And I want students to know that your voice is extremely important in crafting these events. And that's why ASI is actively um, gathering student feedback in order to ensure that we create meaningful um, summer series. Um, sorry. <laughs> Um, So more information about the summer series will be released soon and so I want to encourage all students to keep an eye on your CUCB emails as well as our social media for updates. And with that being said, and most importantly, I want students to know that this event is a safe space where your voice can be heard. Um, And I also want students to know that ASI will remain accessible throughout the summer. Um, And so, We'll leave our contact information in the chat and I encourage all students to reach out to us because we will um, want to stay in communication with you. And with that being said, I will now introduce Dr. Wallace. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Vanessa. I want to begin by thanking Claudia Cotoda and the Division of Equity, Inclusion and Compliance and Vanessa Chicaiza and ASI for sponsoring this event to allow us to hear from the community regarding recent events following the death of George Ford, Brianna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery. This forum is provided as a safe space for our community to openly express the array of emotions we are experiencing, ranging from anger, sadness, disappointment, fear, hopelessness, and hopefulness. I received a text this weekend from one of my former car leagues out of state asking me to explain why does the phrase say only black lives matter instead of all lives matter. I explained that it did not connote exclusivity. Actually, it is just the opposite. It is a plea to be included. Until Black Lives Matter, all lives don't matter. Please understand that this movement is not about a single event. It is about many years of social injustice and systemic racism. The George Floyd incident happens to be the impetus for the outcry of the country saying enough is enough. Any human being watching the eight minutes and 46 second video and saw a human being begging for his life with a police officer having a knee placed on his neck and was not disturbed is a strong indication that you probably do not have a moral fiber of decency in your soul. We will take this time today to hear from the community and how we can move forward to create a better city, state, and country for all of us. It is our intent to spend time listening today and gathering information for reflections. We thank Janet Millar, our skilled counselor and coordinator of the Counseling Center and someone who is respected in the Bakersfield community for serving as our facilitator today. Thank you, Janet.
2: Welcome. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'd like to take this opportunity to introduce Claudia Cotota, um, who may have some words to share with us as well.
3: Thank you, Janet. Thank you uh, for being with us today. I'm Claudia Katoda and I serve as the university's Chief Diversity Officer and Special Assistant to the President. I want to thank Dr. Wallace, Janet Millar, ASI, and our ASI president, Vanessa Chikaitza, for her pa- partnership on today's conversation. I am also here with my colleagues from the cabinet today to listen. I hope that we take this opportunity to learn and to support one another. As Vanessa said, this will be the first of many conversations for our campus community. We will be organizing a summer series to continue these important conversations about racism, allys- allyship, and social justice. Today, if you would like to make a comment or today's forum, Please type your comment in the Q and A, or if you'd like to speak, please type in your name in the Q and A. Thank you again for your time. Thank
2: you, Claudia, and welcome to everybody. Um, uh, it's very special to me to be here with you today, in our what's what's intended to be um, one of many opportunities for us to grow as individuals and as a community. I'm hoping today to hear. Uh, thoughts and feelings. This is an odd way uh, for a counselor to work. um, And I'm sure that it uh, um, seems odd to you all to have a conversation this way, but this is a necessary time and and a necessary conversation for us to have. And like any good communication, it starts with listening. And that's what we're going to do today. And as I was thinking about, or feeling my way actually, uh, to this opportunity, I thought immediately of our guiding principles. When I think about how do we communicate, and I'm so grateful for those principles to be able to create a context where we can have a safe enough opportunity to share what our thoughts and feelings are. It's, it's kind of hard to get raw, I know, uh, or it is for me, uh, for people to get raw when I'm on the other side of the screen, but that's what we'd like to know is what you're really thinking and what you're feeling um, I think the guiding principles of valuing integrity and self-reflection are evident in everything that's already been said in our introductions that what we want to do is hear and then take a time for reflecting not just for the leadership but for each of us to hear what others somebody else is actually saying um, to us um, and uh, as we listen and express our feelings and our thoughts, ask our questions, um, it's, everybody's welcome to do that, as Claudia said, through the chat, uh, I mean, through the Q&A. And, and this is a time where we're putting it out into the universe. Some of our thoughts and feelings may lead us to, as Dr. Wallace indicated, pain, anger, fear, Uh-huh. Others will lead us to anxiety, confusion, feeling sort of upset. But most of all, these thoughts and feelings let us have the conversations that are extremely necessary for us to continue our own transformative and developmental processes as individuals, as a campus community, and a part of a society that needs to change and grow. I have lots of confidence in people, and I've seen examples of resilience and empowerment that leads me to believe that we, as a people, can move forward from that not only that one incident, but hundreds of years and I- examples of institutional and internalized and implicit bias and internalized racism and all the other isms. I, in fact... Uh, yesterday as soon as the um announcement for this event went out we i got an email almost immediately from a student who feels afraid to say his or her thoughts and feelings into the universe, into a larger space. And this is what we don't want. We wanna be able to have the voices that want to be heard and the voices that are afraid to be heard, that feel passion. And uh, again, I, if, as we're putting them in the uh, Q&A or if you, if you have something you wanna say and you don't wanna say it out loud, you would like me to say it for you, please remember again to put it into the um, Q&A. We're gonna spend probably about an hour more or less on this, our first conversation. but we will please understand that all of these, all of our thoughts and feelings are being uh, captured in a way that we will reflect on them and also be able to step off into our second or other conversations. I've had the opportunity under a variety of titles to be able to be a part of this conversation and it seems like it stops. But the fact that there's already ideas for a summer series gives me more hope that this time we will continue this conversation, even if it's daily or weekly, uh, with each other or our families and friends. Um, uh, let me see if there's something else I want to say. Yes, I would like um, to uh, give, give a gratitude, say a gratitude, um, as uh, we start listening and paying attention and reflecting upon each other's thoughts and feelings. Today, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Today, I will be a part of turning today's pain into tomorrow's joy. And I'm grateful to be a part of that. Uh, Also, I would like to tell you that uh, discrimination is um, not okay on our campus at all in any form, and that if you have a complaint of discrimination or harassment, that you, we would like you to, on campus, we would like you to contact Marcus Brown to have that followed through with, um, and to be uh, aware that we have an office and a space on campus for you to talk to directly with somebody um, uh, about your incidents of, discrimination. Um, so what I'd like to know is if we can, I'm trying to find my, um, my little spot where my Q and A's were. Faust, we're going to do a little bit of this kind of casual because this is my first time being on the speaking to you and I can't see you place. Um, so what I'd like to do is read the question and encourage you all to breathe in and try not to react, but, or but to respond within yourself or to write down your responses for us to use at a later time. So one of our first questions is what steps are gonna be taken to increase the retention rates for our black students? What ways that have not happened already? Can we as a campus develop programs, services, safe spaces for our black students specifically? I know in my thoughts and and feelings as I was getting ready for today, that's part of my hopefulness, is that we are getting challenged to think outside the box. I know the first time I heard defund the police, I was like, what? They can't do that. What will happen? And then I understood, took that moment to breathe in the difference between enforcing a law and helping people understand what their roles are and get the services uh, that they need. Um, so uh, that question about how we're going to increase it, I know that in many ways we're already working on that, but that's been a, a, a concern uh, for the system as well as for our campus. And we will be able to uh, write that question down and hopefully people will suggest ideas and programs that will help us keep our, our spaces safe for all our students, our black students specifically. Uh, The next one is, uh, my name is Kelly Dozier. I'm a black female staff member at CSUB and the black student union advisor. And I have several questions. Okay, thanks Kelly.
4: Kelly, Kelly, please go ahead and
5: and
6: speak. And speak, okay.
4: You are able to unmute.
6: So I posted the question down in the uh, chat so everybody can read it. Sure so that my words aren't confused or misunderstood. Uh, I'm now speaking to you directly, President Leslie. Uh, I came to you before on several occasions, on the behalf of students, uh, alongside with students with disabilities, students from need from the Black Student Union, and ask for your assistance with diversity and inclusion and things like that. And we were ignored. The only person there that actually did something when I mentioned magic, there was an issue with magic, was I believe Dr. Wallace. He jumped to action. Now, I made my point very clear in the chat and I can read it to you all if you like to hear it from my, from my mouth or how it should be read but there's no confusion on my part, what's happening at this school and what's been happening at this school. And I asked a question to Jennifer uh, Self. She's the um, public relations person, communications person for your school. I sent a message this morning and I said, will our questions actually be answered? No more of the placating and babbling that goes on. Is there really going to be a conversation about equity? Students need equity and resources. I challenge you, uh, President Leslie, with this idea. You were a part of the Kegley Institute of Ethics. They invited you to come on and you told the co-president of the Black Student Union that there were no uh, discussions in the strategic plans for a Black center. Are there plans now? Is there considerations now? Is there gonna be funds allocated to black students now? Even more so now, even more, more than ever, because the reality is we can talk economics. We can have the discussion about how students have (laughs) perpetually minority students on this campus have not been represented, especially the black ones. And I'm the first person to say this. I don't care how many black people you move around on the chessboard. It does not mean anything if they perpetuate the same ideologies that have been going on at this school. I'm very aware this is a risky thing that I'm doing, but as all of you probably know, or if you've gotten to know me, I fear not. So I want you to take into consideration a lot of things I brought up today, like I'm gonna tell you about what happened when we had like this conversation. It was four of us. I think it was not uh, no, it was more than four of us actually that was in that meeting. Tonight, tonight Hood from SQE, the Students for Quality Education, brought that meeting together. And she wanted to talk about diversity and inclusion and where the resources. She asked you several times actually, where are all the resources being allocated? And we keep getting dismissed, overlooked, ignored, especially me, because I'm just a staff member who doesn't have a degree. Forget the fact that I'm an honors student. I get nothing but A's and B's. I'm an exemplary role model for any black community, especially my damn family. When the majority of us are in school and passing with honors, most of us went to fucking Berkeley. Excuse my language, but that's how upsetting this ridiculous conversation is. You wanna talk about, What we need, we need equity. We need resources. The students from the Black Student Union already told you what we needed. The students with disabilities came to you. Students from Unique came to you and yeah, you guys moved a little bit for a dream center, which really isn't a rundown building. Magic is a rundown building that you need to invest in or tear down. Now, I don't know what your agreements are with other people in the community, because we know that there's a lot of bills that need to be paid here. But the reality is stop having conversations or having these broken conversations about what we need when the students need equity, resources. The next time a black student comes to you and says, hey, I have an idea for a project. How about you don't turn them away? How about you listen to them? Maybe there was some development thought in it. Oh, interesting. How about the next time a staff member comes to you in peace and in private, and is trying to have a cordial conversation with you, you don't dismiss me as though I have no place. How did I get here? I fought my way here. I even had to go deal with racism in the Writing English program. You remember that conversation we had, President Leslie? And it wasn't just me. There were other people from that department who came to you and told you about the racism, the nepotism that was happening. I listed one of the names right there, Dr. Charles McQuarrie. And still no one did anything. It was even written in the Chronicle. How do you like that? But you know what? I found it even more fascinating. Did you know that this school was sued before by a black woman for discrimination? Retaliation. And Kelly, I, point by saying all of this on oh, this is public record. Don't worry, this is public record. It's okay. I just want to
2: make sure that we have time to put everybody oh, no, on this
6: here, is, this and is, I appreciate oh, no, you gotta give your me the time. deserve this. Is the equity Thank that you. is needed for the students? This is equity that is Thank needed. You. This is equity that is needed. You have to hear all this because you're going to hear me in uh, full. Because you would not hear I, You not hear the students. Oh.
2: Okay. So there's a question about how many of us are on this Zoom. Do you know Faust?
4: There are 133 attendees and 18 panelists.
2: Welcome everybody again and trying to make sure that we get as many feelings and thoughts as we can, some ideas also about change. We're all in education and I think Kelly pointed out and uh, I felt and heard the pain, not only of her and her family, but of generations of people who are uh, disadvantaged or underprivileged and
0: unrepresented
2: in our area.
0: I have a question. Um, I don't know if um that disconnect was on our part or um, Kelly's part, but can we see if we can get her back on to finish what she was saying? I I, I don't know
4: either. Okay. I will I will will do that right now.
0: Thank you. Sorry.
2: I, I don't know. Um
6: oh, oh so okay. Thank you. Yeah, there you, you go.
2: go. <laughs> there you are. Thanks, Kelly, for coming back, and we'll oh, take a couple more minutes? Is anybody,
6: Oh, Marcus Brown, thank you for your, your thank you, Thank you, Marcus Brown, for your report discriminations on campus. Yeah, I've done that, and you've done nothing. If we really wanna have that conversation, I have no problem being transparent, because remember, uh, remember um, President Leslie and the ethics of leadership thing that you did, and there's a video on the website called the Walter Stern Library, where at the very end, when you talk to Rawia the co-president of, uh, the Black Student Union. You told her that there was no strategic plan and you also mentioned the fact that uh, that was pretty much it. Nothing more to it. Nothing else needed to be said about it. I think we need a Black Center. And not only do I think that, the Black students think that, and actually a lot of the Black staff and um, faculty think that, but I guess they were just being too scared to say it. I'm not. Because I know the worst thing you can do to me right now during COVID-19, and the only thing you can do to me is fire me. That's the only thing you could possibly do to me. Because the reality is is that everybody's wanna realize that COVID-19 is drastically impacting the black community and black students to a rate that it makes no sense that any of your students are on freaking academic probation. Why is no leniency going to any of the students? Especially a community that's drastically affected by it in Bakersfield.
2: Uh, again, Kelly, thank you very much. And I know we we need to hear all of this. And I think you are really talking about things that we, uh, again, here on the on the national stage and in our city,
6: and as well as uh, yeah, COVID nineteen is affecting your students. It's an uncomfortable conversation to have, isn't it? Well, it's all uncomfortable, especially especially students who are already struggling. Ding, ding, ding. This is why we're here. Equity. Yes, I I would like
2: to give other people an opportunity to talk,
6: and I want to. I'm sure nobody has anything more interesting to add to it. Just Uh, adding on top of what I just said that we need equity, we need resources. Yes, ma'am.
2: And I and I agree, and I think we will are continuing to make steps forward to that. And again, this is. What happens sometimes, I think, in the process of healing, we run into a a block or something that feels familiar, or this is the same old thing, but it's upon us, all of us who are on this today, and to take it forward and not to stop and not forget that we have changes to make, structural changes, relational changes, hard conversations with family and friends. We might get deleted from a Facebook account because we speak, stand up and speak what our heart is or what Kelly's heart is to yeah, our friends. don't
6: dismiss me what I'm stop. saying isn't just what I'm saying and then no, you know, play everybody and using platitudes and things so I'm gonna like tr- please don't try talk to, to us like we're stupid. Please stop talking to black people like we're dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing th- that.
2: I'm going to go ahead and and remind us that we have probably about 30 more or a little bit more minutes than that. And uh, for this, our initial conversation, and I'm hoping that what we can do is kind of keep our comments uh, to a particular time. And we're watching that this is a place for everybody and that we uh, I want to give other people an opportunity uh, to not to talk. And part of the thing that makes conversations difficult are things like personal attacks or uh, there are barriers to communication, uh, including swearing or being loud. That scares some scared people off. So I want us to understand and reflect back on our guiding principles and the thing that it takes to have a community conversation. um, and and uh, so I'd like for us to be able to move on to another question or comment. Um, and I think we noted that uh, a black center is uh, uh, is also a request. Uh, in our question and answers, we have somebody who says, "I want to commend oh. doctors." Z-
4: I'm sorry. At one moment, you have a, a question from Crystal and then Melanie has also had her hand up.
2: Okay, is that before the ones that are already written? That is. Okay, you're keeping track of that? I am. Okay, super. I've had to do that in my support roles too, so thanks.
7: Crystal, you had uh, a question? Uh Yeah, I just wanted to know if we could have like a converse, like start the conversation about how are we going to get um, a Black Center or um, how are we going to increase the amount of black professors um, we have on campus? Like personally, like um, someone asked me, like, have you ever had a black teacher, a professor? And honestly, I've never had one. And so how, like, how are we going to address that? Can we start the conversation here or are we going to start it next conversation? Because Kelly brings up a lot of good points. I, I
2: agree. Thank you very much for that question. And I think, as we said from the beginning, that the, uh, conversation today is what we got to do. We got to just listen to what the wants and needs are. One of them is, um, an increase in black professors and a black, uh, center. I love that. And I know that our, um, what do you call those people that write stuff down? Our write stuff downers are writing those down and those will be discussed within, uh, cabinet and the departments and will be part of our ongoing conversation. The how to's maybe I think uh, can come next. Let's find out what else other people are thinking or feeling or would like to see on our campus that they think would um, increase uh, our, I don't know, dismantling of uh, the structural racism that happens for Mm. us. Uh, and Faust just said there was another comment or question.
4: Yes, uh, Melanie Taylor, uh, please uh, proceed. I know you had your hand up uh, if you no longer wish wish to speak. You don't have to but please do.
3: Sorry, that Hi, was Liz. an accidental hand raise.
4: Oh, <laughs> well,
2: well, hand raise back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we also had uh, um, an idea about, and let me find it here again, um, Denise. Um, where are you? Looking for ethnic centered mental health services to be, provide, uh, be provided by black students and to students of uh, color in general. Um, and so um, I just wanna make sure that that got into the uh, list of things that we're thinking and considering. Um, so thanks for that, Denise. Uh, anybody else with a vo- uh, that has uh, something they wanna say?
5: Thank we're, uh, we're back to the
2: Q&A. We're back to the Q&A, oh, thank you so much. Uh, okay, so uh, one of our attendees uh, said, I wanna commend Dr. Zalesny and the president's cabinet for their commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. You not only allow our voices to be heard, but you also put forward actions that create a welcoming environment. What are some ways we can spread what we're doing to other CSUs? For example, excuse me, Cal Poly. Um, Wow, What another really great conversation or or question and also idea because it can't uh, change developmental change transformation happens when a student steps onto our campus and higher education is to do that and to expand that knowledge out. I've had some conversations with my sister, um, who has biracial children and was married for forty years to a black man, and we've had some conversations that have been really hard this weekend for us to have. But I've been—it's been wonderful to see each of our own light bulbs go on. Uh, I I am uh, so I think it takes a little kernel, and then we keep. Uh, moving it forward. So we'll also come up with some ideas about how we might be able to reach CSUB can reach out to others. Um, uh,
5: uh,
2: Okay, Um, I'm trying to figure out where I am. Uh, we also have, um, in regards to what Kelly was saying, are there ideas on the table for additional resources, programs, setter, centers, et cetera? So um, uh, it'll be great to have the opportunity to explain, maybe uh, in, in our future um, conversations, to share the little kernels of change that have uh, begun and that our campus can continue to make those um, Bigger. Um, so I once tried to get an appointment at the counseling center and was unable to get an appointment with the one black woman counselor because she was booked up. Is there a way to get more black rep- representation within counselors? Great idea. Maybe, maybe even supporting our Arabic community with Arab counselor as well. I think more diversity is needed in that, especially because only a black person will really be able to understand what we're going through. Um, so that's another request, and I, I say, hey, yay, yay. The more, the more counselors we have, the better able will to help you with your mental health that will help you grow and transform and finish your degrees, so, um, all right. Are you seeing that question, Faust?
4: Uh, I'm sorry, um, from the Q and A?
2: Uh-huh, it says Faust would like to answer this question live.
4: Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's just because you, we're answering them, so that's just a way to indicate that the question is being answered, I apologize. Yeah. Oh. You'll see that every time you answer a question.
2: Oh, okay. Hopefully not answering it completely, but just extending the conversation and rephrasing what the question has and where it might impact us. Does our budget allow for hiring of at least adjunct black professors? What exactly is the process? for looking for black adjunct professors and have we been doing this? Great. Another great uh, question about um, as um, our academic affairs side begins to look at, continues to look at how we can increase our diversity. I really appreciate that question too. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Harper, do you have something to add
7: for that?
2: I think, Crystal, what is going to happen is that we're going to just collect our questions without getting into the how-to's or how are we making it. Um, If um, one of the other panelists veers or changes from that, then they'll let me know. But I think what we'll do is continue to, to collect these questions, comments, and ideas about change and reform on our campus.
4: Uh, Janet, Delilah Solis has a hand up. Um, Are we okay to move to her to speak? Yes. Go ahead, Delilah.
8: Hello, can you all hear me? We can. Hi, Hi, Delilah. Um, I really wasn't gonna speak because I think it's inappropriate for me to speak since I'm not a black student and this is a forum for black students to express their concerns. But I (laughs) feel like I really do have to speak up because of the way that Kelly was treated. Specifically by you, Janet, I think that it was inappropriate to say that the way she expressed her frustrations is inappropriate. And I think, I mean, it's no secret that Club Jet and BSU has had their issues in the past in terms of disagreeing on how to go about things in leadership. But at the end of the day, I can't sit here and let this town hall go the way that it is. I think that this town hall is absolutely a disgrace to what a town hall actually is. The fact that we couldn't even get somebody to moderate that actually has experience and firsthand knowledge on what it's like to be a marginalized person on a campus is inappropriate. The way that people are, you know, it's not just about expressing our feelings, we're expressing our feelings, but we're also telling you concrete ways to implement change that makes a difference for students on campus. And it's still getting around like, well, thanks for your feeling and your concern. Um, you didn't express it the way I wanted you to express it and the way that makes me feel comfortable and makes some people feel uncomfortable. So therefore, we're just gonna kick you off the conversation. I don't think that's right. Does it make some of us uncomfortable to hear the reality? Yes, it's <laughs> comfortable. That's the point of these conversations. They're not here to make you comfortable, especially as a white person especially as a white cis person, it's not about you right now. It's about what black students, black faculty, black staff are experiencing on this campus. Um, you know what, we can sit here and say thanks for the emails, Leslie, And you know, I'm a big fan of the work that you're doing on this campus and the fundraising campaigns you're doing and the opportunities you're making for student researchers. But at the end of the day, an email is just an email. You have a lot of power on campus to really implement change. Um, and you, you quoted one of my favorite songs and, Simone. and it honestly really made me upset the fact that you quoted a song about what's it like to be free, when you yourself as a white woman have a lot of things in this country and you have the power to help other students feel free and feel safe on campus. You know what I mean? I'm tired of having the conversation of, well, how do you feel and what can we do? You all know what you can do. And I think that was Kelly's point. You all know what you can do. You've heard the students here. I mean, we bring issues to ASI. We bring issues to all these things. We get put in a committee. The committee can't act without the students being there, apparently. Nothing happens. I think it's pushed forward. We get buried in bureaucracy. We spend all these years making all these claims and going through all the right avenues. And we're sick of it. We're tired of going through the bureaucracy, not seeing change happen. And here we are at a town hall where people, I feel like now students are really not going to tell you what's going on. Because the way you guys are handling this is not cool. And I I do thank you, Crystal, for trying to bring the conversation back to the fact of, well, Kelly did say some few things, not even a few things, some real things that Black students want on this campus. And that's where the conversation should be. I mean, if you guys are going to open up the forum for students to speak and faculty to speak and tell you what you need, then you need to hear it unfiltered. If you want a filtered conversation, then just end this town hall meeting right now.
2: Thank you, Delilah. Thank you. It is a very difficult conversation. An, an odd way to do it on 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 Zoom for, um, and I want us to continue listening and hearing you, and hearing others.
4: Crystal.
7: Um, I was wondering if um, so Delilah and Kelly bring up a lot of good points Um, and I and um, there is a need um, shown that we should have um, at least like some conversation about it Um, not just listening but they're directly addressing questions to us and so I think we the the students deserve um, at least an answer for that if that's possible. Um, I don't mean to speak out of turn or anything but um, I just want to make sure that their stories are being heard, and that um, they can express what they're feeling in ah, as for as long as they need.
0: Um, just to follow up with what Crystal just said, um, we are planning to hold another follow-up event, correct? On Monday, or discuss this on Monday? What I understand is uh,
2: that that all of the comments, the, the ideas, the needs, the wants will be co- collated, correlated, collated and put together and we will begin to Move to another conversation, and that in that one, I don't know. uh, But my guess is that some of the things that are already being done, that need to be done, ideas about how those things will be done, would seem a natural progression to me. Um, So please know they're all being they're all being uh, noted. I'm not just when it's just not going into the air. Please know that.
4: Janet, there are three new questions that came in, starting with Jennifer Berger. Uh,
2: what, what does her start with hello and thank you?
4: Uh, uh, no, they're toward the bottom. Sorry, I put this in the chat by accident. It's-
2: okay. Uh, okay, it is hello and thank you. Hi Jennifer, Uh, uh, hello and thank you uh, for holding this community conversation. Kelly, I hear you and I appreciate your braveness. My colleague Elizabeth Jackson tried to bring implicit bias training from the CSU to CSUB last year, but it fell through. Does anyone know why that didn't happen and how we can get those types of trainings here? Implicit bias training is something that is happening across the uh, across the country in all kinds of organizations, and I am aware that uh, there that we have them. So we'll mark it down for. I don't I don't, I don't know how to answer that question, uh, but I know that getting trainings on implicit bias is an important part of growth. Does anyone on
7: the call know? like the status of the implicit bias stuff, Um, anyone with experience in HR or something, so we can have an answer for our students.
2: And I think as we, Crystal, as we begin to talk about what we do and what we have done and what we need to do in specific terms in our continuing conversations, you'll see the... I am I believe that you'll see those. Uh, the, that particular question answered about where are they, where are we in that process? Um, Faust
5: is
2: the... Where are you? (laughs) Uh,
4: The very very last question is um, um, uh, books about racial diversity.
2: So one of the questions uh, that we have now is which books about racial diversity and speaking on these topics have the leadership on our campus read to understand how to talk and listen at these things? Is there an effort to truly understand how to listen?
5: Okay.
4: And um, there are there are two more. I see
2: more. one about uh, have we considered including implicit bias training to our safe zone training? Uh, I know it's for LGBTQ plus, but we should be adding it uh, into that and to also include race and gender in that training. So again, thank you for that idea about how to change a, a process that we already have. Thank you.
0: Can I add real quick on that um, comment that was made about what books um, are we reading? Um, I don't know about CUCB, but ASI um, is currently planning to um, have a book club with the execs, and so we're going to select a book to read and reflect throughout the summer because I think it's important for us to, um, you know, really learn about what what these issues are because I think we have to learn in order to advocate, in order to support our students, we really have to um, keep educating ourselves. So that's something that I want students to know is um, we will be looking um, for different books um, to read throughout the summer. Thank you. But I think that that's important. And maybe if we can pull together a list of books that um, even CCB administration and ASI are actively reading, Um, and also include that maybe in our summer series, even have an opportunity where in that summer series, we have a book that's selected and we can continue that conversation throughout our summer series. I think it's a a good idea.
2: Thank you, Vanessa. And we'll continue to, when we put information out, we'll include, make sure that that information is included as well. And also from Dr. Holiday, the CSU is Boone uh, Holiday. Uh, CSU is hosting an implicit bias training for faculty and staff on June 16th at 10 a.m. through the CSU's Got Talent CSU Learn program. Uh, I don't. We're not sure if it's available to students, but it is available to faculty and staff. Um, and. Uh, are you guiding me here, <laughs> um, Faust? Uh, th- th-
4: there's just a suggestion about additional books and libraries and where we can get them. And perhaps one of the, again, this is a takeaway, but perhaps we need to build that resource and publish it somewhere where we can all get it.
2: Uh, okay, that's, uh, so s- there's been some suggestions out about books and again, and, and places to read things to, to authors to read. Um, So, uh, it's not a question, but I hope that this conversation makes the administration do some serious self-reflection. Many of the statements made by different speakers are shared among many on campus, students, faculty, staff, Students, staff, etc. And I mean faculty and administration. I know it's easy to highlight positive things that have happened. And that is the image we want to present. But at the same time, it is unethical to not address and be transparent about the inequities across campus, especially when they're brought up by many different people. Yes. Some other suggestions about where we can get ideas for books and authors to publish. About what we would recommend reading. Which, again, those how-to's will be a little bit more part of the uh, the continuing conversation. Um. Yeah. Any other? Uh, just curious about why we can't see all the attendees.
4: Uh, to te- technically answer it is, this is a webinar format. So um, so the webinar format does not support the video for attendees. We, we didn't know how many people we were gonna get, thus we went above the 300 that we have for a meeting. Thank you.
2: Other um, books to read? A webpage, a suggestion for a webpage with resources, books, lists, book lists, sorry. Websites and other items related to social justice, anti-racism and diversity, equ- equity and inclusion would be helpful to many. Yes, I don't, that was, that was more of a reflection than an answer to that, but yes, I agree. The more we can educate uh, ourselves um, and not, Uh, the better off we are.
4: Uh, Angelica has her hand up. Um,
2: Okay, Angelica?
4: Uh, Go ahead, Angelica.
5: Hi, Angelica.
4: Go ahead and unmute, Angelica. Is
2: she back?
4: Go, yeah. go backwards. Yeah, it looks like we, uh, she did not speak. Oh, hold on again. And Helica, are you able to uh, unmute? Okay. No, 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 nothing there, sorry. Okay.
2: So some of the other panelists have included uh, ideas about the public affairs and communication team and I'm saying this so that uh, when you're recording, uh, those that are are writer-downers are uh, making sure that you have um, things from uh, the public affairs and communications team, uh, the Black Student Union, really checking with black students and asking them what they are reading, what they are listening to.
4: Um, uh, Janet Maria Espinoza has a uh, hand up.
3: Thanks. Hi, Maria. Hi, everyone. Um, so I just wanna say that I know this is a bit more of a listening kind of um, town hall and we really wanna listen to everyone's suggestions and questions. Um, so I think that my question to everyone, me serving on ASI, Is that next week when we do have these conversations, I want to have answers, um, not just from faculty and staff, but as ASI, I want to have answers um, to give to students as well. So my, um, I just want to see, I'm I'm listening to formal statements um, and I know we want more representation, but um, sometimes we don't know how to give that representation. So I just want like students to let us know what exactly, what ideas do you guys What ideas do you guys have? What exactly are you guys looking for? Um, You know, from the ASI part, what how what representation do you guys want? Um, How do you guys want us to provide it? Because sometimes maybe we think we think we're doing the right thing, but you know, I'm not a you know black student, and I don't know what you guys directly need. So if I could please get like suggestions, what do you guys want? Because I really want um, everyone to feel safe.
5: Um, and
2: that was awesome.
5: thank you. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. I have a comment?
7: Oh. Oh. Crystal um, I can hear the little voice it? I just came.. Okay. Uh, Maria, so uh, there is um anonymous attendee um just put in the comment of he's a black student freshman. Um, may I read? It's like it's like regarding like what can ASI do, and I think this question um, can have us think about ASI um, what to do, especially reaching out to freshmen. May I read the question?
5: It's in the chat. Yeah, it's like um, a eleven fifty one.
2: Eleven fifty
4: one. Okay, <laughs> there we go. The last unit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I hadn't gotten there yet, but uh, go ahead, hey, Crystal. Go ahead.
7: So they said, as a Black student freshman, I watched a lot of other Black student freshmen stop going to school because of finances or disconnectedness from campus. I thought it was really a crack in the system because a lot of our Black students are first generation and they need more help. If I didn't have my own mentors on campus that reached out to me, I would have been alone and maybe I wouldn't be here today. What can we do to to do better to connect with our Black students from the beginning? Maybe putting some other groups with an orientation specifically for Black students, or having a having the a the freshman year support Black students in some other way. Um, I think that's um, um, Maria. When you're talking about um, what can ASI do um, with orientation, um, I know that um, I I really hope that we have a say in it. I think we do, Um, and so with freshman year especially, um, ASI wants to make sure that each student feels. like they have are connected to the campus. And we know that um, looking at the data, um, the the highest dropout rate is um, specifically um, black students who are male. Um, And so um, I know for GI 2021 or 2025, excuse me, um, we've been trying, but but we still need more work in that. Um, We can look into a mentorship program. I know we have a ramp program. Um, Maybe we can do like a diversity, um, program to see because it's really powerful to see somebody who is like you um, doing things that, if you want, your professor, for example, doing things that you want to do. So um, that's definitely something ASI can work on. Thank you. Thank you, Crystal. Thanks a lot. Um, some
2: other um, questions? Uh, perhaps they include the ability in the future of all. Uh, Uh, to view each other next time um, this attendee thinks it would be it would help with feelings of inclusiveness and transparency um and um clarifying the purpose of this town hall is was uh and if i can and my panel nods that i will say what we said at the beginning which is to the beginning of a conversation is often being able to listen and to hear and to hear through uh, to the suggestions, the pain, the reality of the situation, and not just the words that are being said. So today is really, really, and I know that a lot of you want answers in the moment, and I can really appreciate that. Um, And I, uh, I know that As long as I'm involved, that those answers, as long as we're all involved, uh, those answers will continue to come forward and we'll find the ways that we can to do what we can do with your help and uh, the input that we've gotten today. Um, Those having hard feelings at somebody, I am sure, especially at somebody who's white and uh, trying to facilitate a listening conversation, um, that that's important. And And I hear that. We hear that. Um, so, uh, that's what the purpose of our t- town hall is today. Um, and especially around a, um, beginning, uh, conversation, be- beginning of a really important conversation that we are going to continue on our campus. Cause I know that that's, um, the belief of our president and our cabinet, our students and our faculty and staff. Uh, Another attendee says, I've seen that some colleges and universities have a formal statement about diversity, equity, inclusion. If we don't have something like that, can we create one? Yeah. In order to main, maintain equity, if one get, group gets a center, such as a, uh, as at BC used to have, where they had the Chicano Cultural Center and the Martin Luther Center, how do we avoid disenfranchising? Oh, sorry, disenfranchising other students? The example is when Miss Lee at BC advocated for an Asian Center and was denied. And, and I would venture to guess that that's a core kernel of this conversation, is how do we all fit and how do we find our place that doesn't exclude but rather includes and offers opportunities for uh, connecting and um, sharing. Can you please share information about the next meeting, time or date? Um, I don't know that myself. Right now, I know that we've been working on a series of um, these conversations for the summer and as we regroup and get prepared to take our next step, I'm sure that that information will be forthcoming as quickly as we can um, locate a date, a time and an ability for people to attend.
5: Is there any others?
4: I don't don't see any others right now, Jenna. Okay.
2: So we are sort of near our uh, end of our first conversation and I welcome again, it's funny to say at the end, but I welcome everyone's contribution today all the listeners who felt like they wanted to say something and couldn't, uh, all of you that have said something and that those contributions uh, will continue to make our campus a safer place for our Black students. And I know um, that as I leave, uh, as we leave this conversation, um, I hope that we each Our intention and and my hope is that we each take things that we heard today and look at our own selves as well as others who's contributing, not who, how we can contribute, in what way can we make things different. I know I do. Um, I know that others in our campus are working personally and professionally to make our campus safe for our black students, faculty and staff and administrators. Some of us will be posting on social media. Some of us will be protesting in the streets. Some of us will be donating silently. Silently, some of us will be educating themselves. Some are having tough conversations with their friends and family. And through all of this, don't stop. Keep moving, keep the progress, keep the conversation going. Please contact us with other things or ideas, feelings that you have, and we will certainly let you know as soon as our next conversation about our community is arranged. Thank you all for attending today and supporting each other in this process.